SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia. Summer brings clear skies and warm weather, a welcome change from colder months. During Australian summers, the weather quickly escalates into scorching heat and some dry conditions. It brings the high UV levels along, which demands our attention and consideration. We get much more intense UV radiation exposure in Australia, which we think explains why rates of skin cancer are the highest in Australia and New Zealand. Welcome to another episode of Australia Explained. I'm your host, Madame Smail. Today, we'll discuss staying safe and cool during Australia's hot and dry summers. When it's warm outside, our bodies naturally sweat. According to Angelica Scott, a GP based in Sydney, sweating is the body's mechanism for distributing heat and regulating its temperature. However, during scorching weather, the body can experience more severe conditions, such as heat exhaustion or, in extreme cases, heat stroke. Heat exhaustion arises when the body loses significant amount of salt and water, primarily through sweating. On the other hand, heat stroke is a much more severe condition. It's deemed a medical emergency because the body cannot regulate its internal temperature. Dr. Scott explains the signs to watch out for. There are several signs that your body is having heat exhaustion. Normally, you have headaches and also you feel hot, of course, and sweaty. And you're, or sometimes people are sweating heavily. They feel fatigued because your body and your brain is signaling your body that, you know, everything is slowing down. They want to slow down everything because of how hot it is. And then if that gets worse potentially lead to heat stroke, which is a bit worse than the heat exhaustion. Dr. Scott emphasizes the importance of staying hydrated throughout the day as a critical preventative measure against heat exhaustion or heat stroke. Hydrate yourself either with water or with, you know, like electrolytes, because rather than um, soda or sugary drinks, because actually these sugary drinks makes your symptoms worse. Another thing is of also they contain caffeine, which can make you pee more. So instead of hydrating yourself, it can cause more harm on you. Aside from the liquids that we consume, she says it's essential to consider the type and amount of food that we eat too. It's a very, very hot day. If it's too heavy, it, you actually feel more fatigued and tired because, of course, all the circulation goes to to the tummy. And also, if you have more of the fruits and vegetables, they're lighter to digest, easier to digest. And also, they have more, like, for example, certain fruits like watermelon, they have a lot of water content on them, which also very, very important and very good for hydration. Careful consideration of both liquid intake and food choices is essential, as highlighted by Dr. Scott. Additionally, she emphasizes the significance of caring for the skin since it's the most exposed organ. It's recommended to wear lightweight clothing and seek shelter in shaded areas to avoid sunburn. 
Dr. Scott advises applying the appropriate SPF. SPF measures a sunscreen's effectiveness in shielding the skin from sunburn. It's really important to use SPF 50 or higher and just really lather yourself with that. Don't forget those certain areas that we normally miss, you know, so we, we normally miss the chest, the ears, the arms. You know, normally we just put some in the face. Professor Anne Cust, chair of the Cancer Council's National Skin Cancer Committee, echoes the necessity of sunscreen application owing to the intense UV radiation prevalent in Australia. UV radiation, an abbreviation for ultraviolet, constitutes a form of energy the sun emits. She explains prolonged exposure to elevated levels of UV radiation stands as the primary cause of skin cancer. We get much more intense UV radiation exposure in Australia, which which we think explains why the rates of skin cancer are the highest in Australia and New Zealand. They're almost double what they are in, in Europe. Professor Cust explains the high levels of UV radiation that can be experienced in Australia. Most places in Australia have a UV index that peaks at around 12 to 14 in the summer months. Whereas in southern parts of Europe, sort of around the Mediterranean, it only gets up to about a UV index of about 8. She says UV radiation isn't dictated by how hot a day is. UV radiation is not felt or seen and can be high even during cool and cloudy days. If it's a little bit cloudy or if it's cooler day, even in the middle of summer, the UV index can still be really high. So perhaps if there's a light breeze around, it can actually sometimes feel quite cool outside, but actually the UV index can be very high. And if if you're on the water doing some sort of water activity, you can get a lot of additional reflection. SunSmart, one of the world's longest-running skin cancer prevention programs, recently launched a campaign in Victoria to counter sun complacency. The campaign, Don't Let Cancer In?, addresses a common trend where people frequently use sun protection during beach visits or water activities. However, the campaign urges a more proactive approach to integrating sun protection into daily routines. Head of SunSmart, Emma Glassenbury, hopes their campaign will be embraced nationwide. SunSmart Victoria has launched a new campaign, Don't Let Cancer In, and it's really driving home the importance of using good sun protection to prevent skin cancer. So it doesn't matter what activities you're doing, if you're walking the dog, gardening, looking after the kids in the backyard, to use sun protection. And when before heading outdoors, check the UV levels, and if they're three and above, cover up. Ms. Glassonbury highlights that people can conveniently check the current UV levels in their area before venturing outdoors. She explains where to access this information. So UV levels or sun protection times can usually be found on any weather forecast information. You can also download the SunSmart Global UV app. This app provides UV levels and sun protection times no matter where you are around the globe. Um, And it also is available in eight different languages. She encourages people to enjoy the summer while staying safe and cool 
by understanding UV levels and taking appropriate precautions. We live in a fantastic country with beautiful outdoor spaces, but with this comes some extreme UV levels, which can cause skin cancer. So we want people to enjoy the outdoors, but when the UV level hits three and above, to cover up. This includes using all five forms of sun protection, such as wearing protective clothing, a wide brim hat, sunglasses, applying sunscreen to parts of the skin that aren't covered by clothing, and seeking shade for extra protection. Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained, written and produced by Nikki Alfonso Gregorio and hosted by me, Madame Smile. Australia Explained Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. This was an SBS Audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au slash Australia Explained.